podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily in association with Moonrise Cricket Indian Premier League 2020 13th edition every day every game every spill every fill every triumph all the way to the IPL trophy Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the IPL Daily. I'm the Cricket Badger, James Butler, and I am joined by four of the fan reps from around the various eight IPL franchises. Claire Sanderson, Neil Varani, Abhishek Bahari and Rito Maitra. Um, let's start with you, Neil. Might as well start with you because your boys have just won Sunrise's Hyderabad getting home against RCB and they've snuck themselves into the top four with one game to go. Absolutely. Taking things one game at a time. Now we just got to hope that um, with Mumbai having secured their place in the top two, maybe they'll rest some of the players. They still haven't rotated that heavily yet. So there are a few players who've come out of eight months of, of nothing um, to play a lot of games in a short amount of time. Um, it would be sensible, I think, if they, uh, they did that. And uh, if we play with the same intent that we've shown in the last two games, uh, one with the bat and one with the ball, then I think we've got a very good chance. And uh, Sunrise is Hyderabad beating RCB by five wickets in the end. It always looked quite one-sided, to be honest. I mean, t- both games today are very one-sided. Although Sunrise has lost wickets every now and again, it always looked like they were ahead of the uh, required rate, as it proved. And Mumbai Indians uh, absolutely stamping on Delhi Capitals' hopes. 111 for one, chasing down the 110 for nine that Delhi set Mumbai. And Abhishek, Mumbai uh, are looking the real deal, aren't they? We, we've talked about even-numbered years, it not being Mumbai's year. They never defended their title and stuff. But at the moment, you wouldn't back against them, would you? Uh, so I absolutely believe that uh, Mumbai are one of the best sides in the IPL for the last four to five years. And I don't think that anything else is different this year. And especially if you see the point that Rohit Sharma has not played in last few games, right? still it looks like there is no difference in the team. Even today, Hardik Pandya didn't play and it absolutely didn't look that there is any difference. The bowling lineup is just an easily a notch above the rest. Probably only the Rabada and Nokia would have been able to match that. But probably with some of their form getting a bit itchy, I think they are cut up of the rest. Even in batting, they are also one of the best. Obviously, there is no doubt that Mumbai are the team to beat and they are proving it at the moment. Yeah, Mumbai, uh, top of the table, guaranteed a top two berth as well. Just have a rundown of the table before we get into the uh, rest of the chat. Mumbai, 18 points from their 13 games. Every team now has just one match to play, but Mumbai secure a top two place. RCB and Delhi Capitals are on 14 points. And then there is a raft. I mean, it's like the last week's results has been pre-programmed to make this as tight as possible. But Sunrisers Hyderabad in fourth, Kings Eleven in fifth, Rajasthan Royals are in sixth, and KKR are in seventh. Each one of those, if the results go right for them, could still qualify for the last four. But Sunrisers are in position. Kings Eleven, though, if they won their final game, have a better net run rate than both RCB and Daddy Capital. So it is absolutely on a knife edge, who is going to be in the final four. None of those teams can book their planes home. And Rito, looking at the table there, KKR down in seventh, but can still make the top four. Yes, they can, James, but unfortunately, destiny is not in their hands. They need a couple of matches to go in their way. Only SRH 
of out of the teams who are on 12 have destiny in their hands. If they win the next game, then they're through. Otherwise, if not, then KKR can take a claim at it. I think Kings Eleven, though, Claire, have destiny in their hands. If they win their final game, RCB obviously playing Delhi Capitals. One of those is going to lose, and one of those uh, has a run rate that is worse than Kings Eleven. So the way the results have gone, although Kings Eleven slipped down to fifth, if they win the final game, they're through. Yeah, well, it was nice to have that fourth spot there for a while, but looking at the table, like you just said, four teams on 12 points. And so still let everything to play for a crucial match against CSK, who, as we've seen, nothing to lose. As soon as they had nothing to lose, they've started winning. That little winning streak came to an end, but will that be, you know, enough to make the boys dig deep and think, you know, we've got to pull it out. You can't sort of rest on your laurels. And then just looking at the other matches, just going to be so exciting. I'm happy that Mumbai are there at the top. So even if things don't go out my way further down the table, I've still got a... um, a team to shout for. But yeah, all to play for. So exciting. Tomorrow morning, I'm nervous. Yeah, I am. <laughs> it's been exciting all the way through, isn't it? But sometimes in a tournament like this, you get that initial excitement and then it kind of dips down a little bit and you have to wait for the playoffs to reignite the excitement again. But this has just stayed at fever pitch all the way through. Abhishek, your Rajasthan Royals boys, um, they've come into form at just the right time. They're one of the teams that are in 12th place as well, down in six at the moment. If they win their final game, it still could be Rajasthan Royals' year, couldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, at the moment you could say that they are peaking at the right time, but I still believe that they have just lost one game two more, right? Uh, a lot of things, if the permutations and the combinations go right, probably they have a chance. But I still believe that they will win their last game, but I still believe that they'll probably not win the top four. They'll probably finish fifth because their net rate is, net rate is not very good. I still believe that Kings eleven Punjab and probably the Sunrisers will be the two teams apart from one of DCRCB and MI. So, yeah, I think they are the form team and uh, I hope as a fan that the things go right. But as, a, as it stands, I do not uh, think that all of these permutation and combinations are fit for them. But I definitely expect them to win their last game. Moonrise is a sports engagement website to allow sports fans to learn from the very best. Get a personal video message recorded for a fan's special occasion. Have a professional cricketer as your next coach by getting video feedback or having a 30-minute conversation with some of the world's best players. Players such as Jimmy Neesham, Colin Munro, Tammy Beaumont, Danny Wyatt, Monty Panasar. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. Well, let's have a look at our Moonrise moment of the matches today. Mumbai Indians and the Sunrisers taking the two points available on today's double headers. Start with you, Rito. Where would you take me for your Moonrise moment today? Well, James, my moonrise moment of the match was today from today's matches, where from the second match, where T. Natarajan, he bowled four overs, none for 11, although he didn't take a wicket. But any day in a T20 match, if you can bowl your four overs for 11 runs, that's gold dust. He's coming from a very modest background, and he's another one of those feel-good stories about the IPL, and that's why he's my moonrise moment. Claire, what about you? I'm going to go for Jasprit Broomer. I thought it was absolutely brilliant today. Or over Street for 17, and then a run out at the end. Yeah, absolutely awesome. I love that run out at the end from Jasper Bumra because he'd already done the job and yet he was still 100% committed and uh, and going for that run out, even though it didn't make any difference in the slightest to the um, final total. Neil, your moonrise moment of the matches today? I think it's um, Jason Holder's cameo um, at the end of the Sunrisers win. Because losing Kane um, quite quickly after we lost Ridham and Sahar, you know, 
a few of the younger players would have probably been thinking about the game against Kings Eleven, where we let a seemingly unlosable uh, position slip. And he came out and smashed a few sixes, looked in complete control, and very amusingly um, cracked the ball straight into the Altros car, which uh, has been spoken about a lot by the commentators. So him him hitting the car would be uh, my uh, my moonrise moment. But he uh, he was exactly what we needed at that point in time. There is that devil in you, isn't there, Neil Varani? They have mentioned that Altros basically almost every two overs all the way through this IPL. And it looks a lovely car. I don't think it's probably the best car in the world, but I'll leave it at that. Ironically, he won the Altros Super Striker um, as well in the award ceremony later which uh, I quite like the uh, the way that's played out. Can't see him ever being able to get in that car, though. Looks a little bit small for a big guy like that. He needs to have two joined together, wouldn't he? And just have some kind of, like, <laughs> not knock them through kind of thing. Abhishek, your Moonrise moment today. James, I believe that my Moonrise moment of the day would be the dismissal of AB Davis because the last time these two teams met, uh, the game was going probably in the same direction. The SSRH bowlers were doing a pretty good line and length bowling, right? And... Uh, Last time also, he scored a quick fire 51 and he propelled the team to around 150-160. And uh, it was his dismissal, I think, that probably triggered that collapse which led to 120. Had he been there for just four or five more overs, probably he would have taken the team to 145 and 150. I'll tell you what, quite difficult today. Um, four of you, four different nominations, and there's been some really good performances all the way through these uh, games today. I am tempted, actually, I like the devil in Neil and the Altros connection, but... I just think that when your team is teetering on the edge like Sunrisers have been, and they were just, there was the recipe there, wasn't there, for just making a bit of a Horlicks of that chase. Everything was on that chase, and Jason Holder comes out and stands tall, very, very tall, and sees them home. So Jason Holder's hitting towards the end of the final game today is the Moonrise moment of the match. Want to get your game the very best it can be? The future of coaching. Talk to a pro. 30-minute video conversation. Video analysis from players at the top of their game. Video shout-outs. Get a personalised message from a pro. Great for birthdays, congratulations messages, a prank or a simple hello. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket. Let's play. Right then, let's have a look ahead to tomorrow. And Claire Sanderson, we'll finish today's podcast with you giving a team talk because you didn't give one for the last game and the boys lost their first game in six, didn't they? So it's tonight, telling, isn't it? Yeah, Kings Eleven need you tonight, Claire, don't they? But they're taking on CSK. You've already said CSK, without the fear of failure because they've already failed, are starting to just play natural cricket and just enjoying the games now, aren't they? And that's dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Absolutely, it is. They've got nothing to lose and they're just going out and like enjoying the moment. And I guess proving that although they're down and out, they're not actually down and out. So it's just uh, for the competition. So, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. It's a morning match because I thought it was interesting the way they've talked about how the dew factor has been a massive had a massive impact on these afternoon games and particularly like thinking about tomorrow's game. Is that going to tomorrow afternoon's game? Is that going to is the winning the toss going to be the way to win that match? So uh, yeah, we're playing in the morning, so that's not going to affect us. So that's okay. BodylineT-shirts.com. Browse the finest collection of cricketing t-shirts on the web. 
hundreds of original cricket designs for cricket players and fans alike, featuring everyone and everything from Larwood to Leach and Cow Corner to Chin Music at BodylineT-shirts.com. And you can get 10% off your first order using the code BADGER at checkout. BodylineT-shirts.com. T-shirts for the discerning cricket fan. Neil, looking at this game between CSK and Kings Eleven, you're a complete neutral um, in terms of this one. You'd say that Kings Eleven on the form this season, I mean, even when Kings Eleven were losing, they were still playing quite good cricket and losing narrowly. But CSK have been freed up. And just looking at the table, CSK eliminated but on 10 points um, and just four points between second and eighth. It just shows you the tightness of this competition this year, doesn't it? Yeah, it really, really does. I think apart from Mumbai, Everyone has shown themselves to be fallible. CSK, I really don't know what's uh, what's been going on. It, I think it must be age catching up with it, a lot of the players. And then once they were officially knocked out, then there was that freedom to play um, as as they would like to. Um, I think before they may have been overthinking things a bit too much, playing to a plan too much, um, and just trying to get um, you know a a 150 or 160 when with a bit of freedom they could have gone for something bigger so it'll be I think it'll be very close I don't think um, CSK now that they're out are the same team that they were while they were still in the running um, it's a little bit paradoxical I think the one thing that's uh, that's going to be different from previous games that CSK have had against against Kings 11 and other teams that Chris Gale plays for um, is that they don't have a Harv Jan or an Ashwin who've had absolutely amazing records. And with Chris Gale being the catalyst for Punjab's upturn, I can see Punjab uh, pulling away in this one. Abhishek and Rito, this is the other game to the one that your two teams are involved in. I'm going to ask you in turn, just for the team name of the team you think is going to win this game between CSK and Rajasthan, start with you, Rito. Well, I think James CSK are going to give Shane Watson our final thought one song and they're going to win it and fine style. I agree that he's had a long and distinguished career but, career, but on the evidence of this season he doesn't deserve uh, a final swan song because he's been one of the players that has let that side down in, in my opinion. Um, Abhishek, what about you? Who wins that game? Yeah, I think Rajasthan will win that game, I think. Uh, they are on the upswing and I think uh, they'll be too strong for this year's game. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Let's uh, have, have a look to the final game tomorrow, and this is the one that actually puts the cat amongst the pigeons in terms of the table because Kings 11, uh, sorry, um, Kolkata taking on Rajasthan Royals. 
Um, it means that one of the teams on 12 is definitely going to get to 14 points. So it means that the likes of Kings 11 and uh, Sunrisers have to win their final game to make sure that they are in contention um, in this game. Rito, Kolkata, um, we've talked about them for weeks on end. Um, they have been up, they have been down, they have been disappointing, they have been close to being good. Um, they've never really quite found the winning formula, have they? And they've, you know, they've thrown away. They were in fourth place for quite some time. Now they find themselves in seventh, just as it really matters. Yes, I'm afraid that has been the case with Kolkata this year. With the team that they had put up at the auction with for this, probably this year they are going to back the third trophy. But they really haven't quite fired as a team uh, yet. Uh, apart from the Delhi match. But it's, I think it's critical, it's harsh to be critical of them after the last performance. I thought they were quite good in that match. Only in the 19th over with Dew playing a part, lucky for Gusen Boulder, West Apultas, and from there the complexion completely changed, changed of that match. But we were, I would like to see Kolkata winning tomorrow's match and giving themselves a chance to qualify for the playoffs. I guess that, I mean, for both of you, really, that's what you want to see, isn't it? Rajasthan or Kolkata, just going out there, putting in a complete performance and at least put themselves in contention. If it doesn't quite work out, then that's sad. But at least uh, go out on a winning note and uh, and try and uh, and make it happen for you. Because the worst thing you could do, um, Rito, is, is lose tomorrow and then realise that a win would have been enough. Yes, you never want to do that. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping from a Kolkata perspective that they're going to put in a final... Performance, good performance against Rajasthan. With Stokes being in such sublime form, they're going to somehow restrict it. And Butler coming in down the order and hitting those mighty blows again. But Abhishek, looking at Rajasthan Royals coming into this one, we've already talked about them having momentum over the last couple of games. Sam, it's the same as Kolkata, isn't it? You just want to go out on a winning note and try and get as close as you can. And if it does end up being the top four, then that's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I believe I think uh, both of the teams, if you talk about Rajasthan and KKR, I do not believe that there is any issue with the squad. They capable squad, they even have capable uh, backroom squad, uh, staff to take care of the thing. Uh, I believe there have been uh, issues with execution, both of the teams. Uh, uh, if I talk about Rajasthan, I believe they just uh, had too much variation in their batting order. Right? And by the time they sorted out, probably they were in 11th or 12th team. They have had two dominant teams, but I think that will not be enough. I hope it is enough. I do not believe it will be enough. Especially, I believe both of these teams, if they go on on a winning note, uh, end of the week, you know, and the permutations go set uh, and the ball just fell rightly for them, it's great. If not, it probably gives them a the next season and uh, the game moves on. Right, Neil and Claire, you're the deciders on this one. KKR or Rajasthan Royals, Neil? Rajasthan. Uh, KKR have their team makeup uh, completely off at the moment. You can't have Sunil Narayan coming in as your actual number six, especially when most of the bat, uh, proper batsmen have been out of form. I think that that um, mistake in the team makeup has been papered over by Andre Russell, but him dropping out leaves them with a very bowler-heavy lineup, and I don't think the batsmen have performed well enough to uh, to justify that. Whereas Rajasthan's only real issue has been. A, uh, a third bowler to back up Archer and I, personally I think trv has been um, pretty good considering his age as well they're on a roll um, Joss moving down the order has really freed up the uh, the other batsmen and we know uh, coming from England and uh, watching him regularly that when Ben Stokes gets in a run of form he's absolutely brutal 
Yeah, he's starting to get that look in his eyes now, isn't he, that he believes in himself again, and that's dangerous for anybody. Claire, what about you, Rajasthan or, or uh, Kolkata tomorrow? Well, as I sort of hinted at earlier, I think with it being the afternoon game, it might come down to the due factor. Looking at the performances recently, I think Rajasthan look the stronger performing team currently, like you say, with Ben Stokes coming into form and stuff. But yeah, I hope hopefully it is down to performance and not just down to whether you can grip the ball. And we all finish with you, Claire. We said at the start, we'll let you do your team talk. We've done that all the way through and it's rarely failed, has it? You've been very inspirational to uh, KL Rahul's boys. He's hardly needed to say a word in that dressing room. So you are outside the door. There's 15 minutes to go before the start of play tomorrow. CSK are trembling in the other dressing room. Open the door, in you go. <laughs> well, I've got a big team talk tonight planned. So um, all I've got to say is, in life, nothing is impossible. So impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact. It's an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration. It's a dare. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. So to quote the words of the greatest, Muhammad Ali, nothing is impossible. You can win this. And to quote him again, the will must be stronger than the skill. You've shown you've got all the skills. So let's see you pull it out of the bag with your will to win. I'll tell you what, Chris Gale is uh, floating like a butterfly and he's prepared to sting like a bee because that was uh, truly inspirational. There's not a dry eye in the house. The other lads, uh, I think, are just quivering in their chairs at the moment. That was fantastic. Thank you very much to all four of you for being on the podcast today. Claire, for your motivational chat. Neil, for your Sunrises celebrations. And good luck to uh, both Rito and to Abhishek tomorrow. Um, Hopefully the best team wins. Thank you all. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having us on, James. Thanks, everyone. uh, Thanks for tuning in. I've been James, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger. Join in the fun. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network.